Lakuta Sikha's Khelik Yudzayan, Parshva Yikrat Sikha Gimel, the summary of the Sikha. In the Pasuk which describes the carbon of Ayla of a bird, which is slightly different than the carbon Ayla of an animal, the Pasuk says, And the Kayin shall bring it close to the Mizbeach and he shall Molak uh, you shall cut off its head in a certain, in a specific way, similar to Shechita by an animal. He shall burn it on the Mizbeach. And the blood will be will be squeezed out, will run out onto the wall of the Mizbeach. So Rashi explain, it, it quotes the words The blood will be squeezed, it will run out. And he explains what does it mean Venimtza. It means like the the pushing forth of anger from the Pasuk and Mishle. We'll explain it a little more later. And then another Pasuk, there is no more of the juice, of the extract left. There's another Pasuk in Yeshaya. So it's, in other words, that it means to squeeze out. And then he goes on to explain what was done. He squeezed the uh, the place where he did the shechita al kiremesbeach on the wall of the mesbeach v'adam mismatzaviyered and the blood squeezed out and ran down the mesbeach. So it seems that Rashi is trying to explain the word venimtza. This is a word that doesn't appear. This is the first time that it appears in the chumash and it doesn't appear often in the chumash at all. And therefore he has to explain that it means to squeeze out. But if that was the case. If he's just trying to explain the word venimtza, why does he go on to explain exactly what the process is of squeezing the Beis Hashkita on the wall of the Mizbeach and the word, uh, the blood runs down? That has nothing to do with explaining the word venimtza. And if he wants to explain it, it should be in another Rashi, just to explain how it's done. Also, why does Rashi need two psukim to bring out the point that it means squeezing out? Why did he bring these psukim? There are many psukim in Tanakh which have that word, vayomitz, vimitz, and so on. And then even more so, when Rashi explains the word Ephesa mates in, uh, sorry, Mitzapayim in Mishle, when he explains the words Mitzapayim in Mishle that it means squeezed out, in that Rashi he brings a posuk like, uh, similar to the word Vayomets Tal that the, uh, the dew sque- was squeezed out of the fleece, as the story is in Shaiftim. And over there, so why doesn't Rashi bring that posuk here? If the same Pasuk that he uses as a support here, in order to explain that Pasuk, he brings Vayomet's Tal from Shoftim, why didn't he just bring Vayomet's Tal here? And also, in, in that same Pasuk in Mishli, from which he brings Mitzapayim, there are two, in the same Pasuk, it says two times the word Mitz. Once it says Mitzcholov Yetzichema, the uh, squeezing or the beating of milk will give butter. And the, then it says, Mitzaf Yetzadam, if you squeeze or hit the nose, it will, uh, your blood will flow, it will re, re, produce blood. And then it says, Mitzapayim, the squeezing forth of anger, will lead to argument. So why does Rashi skip the first two appearances of Mitz and go to the third one, Mitzapayim? So to explain it, oh, Rashi here is not only trying to explain what the word Venimtsa, that it means to squeeze. What he's trying to explain even more so is the word venimtsa means it will be squeezed out. It will be extracted. Rather than he will extract. It's a passive expression of squeezing forth or extracting. Which is a problem. Because 
we know from the earlier uh, psukim about the carbon oilus habehema, the animal oila, that there were three, there was a few different avidas that had to be done. There had to be shechita, the shechting of the animal. There had to be the sprinkling of the blood on the mezbeach. And there had to be the burning of the animal on the mezbeach. That's what makes up a carbon. So in this pasuk, when it comes to the bird, we have the pasuk that says umolak, he said, which is similar to shechita, to cut off the head. Then there is vehiktir on mezbeach, he shall burn it on the mezbeach. But where is the... And then it says, Vinim Tzadome, and the blood shall run forth. But if it's an active Aveda, if it's a part of the Aveda of the, of the carbon, why does it say it in a passive way? The blood shall flow forth. Why doesn't it say that the Kayin shall, shall sprinkle the blood? Obviously, the blood flowing forth on the, uh, the wall of the Mizbeach, that is... The similar to the sprinkling of the blood. But why does it say it in a passive way? Therefore, Rashi is telling us, no, it's not to be seen as a passive thing. How does the blood flow forth? It's because Kaivish Beisashchita, the Kayan has to press the, the bird against the, mizbeach, against the Mizbeach so that the blood will flow out. In other words, he is actively doing the, the act of sprinkling the blood in the Mizbeach. That's why Rashi brings these two psukim specifically, because he's trying to bring uh, support for the word from places where it means the act of squeezing, similar to what the Kayan has to do here, to squeeze the, the bird on, against the Mizbeach in order to make the blood flow. So therefore he can't bring the proof from the first two examples in Mishlei, because squeezing milk does not lead to butter, it's beating milk which leads to butter and squeezing the nose doesn't lead to bleeding, it's beating, hitting the nose that will lead to bleeding. Therefore, he doesn't want to use those. When you squeeze forth your anger, when you allow it to go out of you, if you suppress your anger, it's not going to lead to an argument. If you squeeze forth your anger, that's when it'll lead to an argument, that's why he uses that example. However, the problem with this Pasuk is that it's only a figurative idea of squeezing forth anger. It doesn't mean an actual physical squeezing. That's why Rashi goes to the other Pasuk, which talks about ki mates, that the, the mates, their extract is gone. Rashi says over there that what extract is it talking about? The extract of milk from the animals. So there, in order to get milk, you have to squeeze the udder. That's why he uses that uh, Pasuk as well. But he wouldn't rely on that Pasuk because that Pasuk is not talking about the act of squeezing the milk. It only talks about the milk which came through the act of squeezing. It talks about the milk itself. It calls it the extract because that's how you get milk, by extracting it through squeezing. But it's not talking about the act of squeezing, therefore he doesn't start with that when he starts with the act of pushing forth your anger. But since it's lacking the physical act of it, so he also relies on the extract of milk, which is accomplished through squeezing. Why doesn't Rashi rely on, use the, the proof from the story in Shaiftim? What was the story in Shaiftim? It says over there that Gidon wanted proof from Hashem, that, or a sign from Hashem, that he would be successful in his war. So he said, I will spread out fleece on the floor of the barn, and if in the morning the dew will be only on the fleece and the rest of everything else will be dry, that will be my proof that you will make me successful. In the morning when he came, he squeezed the, uh, the whole, everything else was dry, but when he squeezed the, uh, the fleece, came out by yomets, after he squeezed the fleece, by yomets, there was, flowed forth from the fleece 
of a bucket full of water. So therefore, Vayometz is not talking about him squeezing. There is a word before which is Vayozer Esagiza. He squeezed the fleece. And as a result, Vayometz from that came forth, flowed forth, uh, do from the from the fleece. So therefore, that's not the act of Vayometz over there. It's not talking about the act of squeezing. There's a word before that, Vayozer, which talks about the act of squeezing. And therefore, Rashi doesn't want to use it over there as a similarity to our Pasuk. Whereas in Mishle, Rashi is not trying to bring out the, the act of what, you know, what kind of an act it is. It doesn't matter. In each one of the three examples, it's a different type of act. Uh, you're making uh, milk flow is not the same way as making blood from the nose flow. And it's not the same as uh, pushing out anger. That's not the issue over there. Over there, he's just trying to explain that there is a result of something that flows as a result of a certain act, whatever that act may be. And that's why Vayometz uh, from the from the story in Shoftim is a good is a good proof for Mishle, but not for here. The question still remains, however, why does Rashi make such a big thing of the fact that it has to be kaivish, that he has to be squeezing the base of in order to extract the blood? Why do we care that it's done through squeezing or some other way? What do we care if it's, he beats the, uh, the bird and that's what causes the blood to come out of the base of shkita? And then you would be able to use any proof because it's no longer about squeezing. It could be about beating milk, just like beating milk or beating the nose. And why is it about squeezing? And the answer is this. Since this is meant to be similar to the sprinkling of the blood that happened by a regular carbon, by an animal carbon, when you beat, let's say, a nose and it causes blood to flow, it's not your beating which causes the continuation of blood to flow. The first flow of blood would happen through the beating, but it would just continue to flow on its own after you beat. That's not the sprinkling of the blood by the Kayan has to be continuously through his act. Therefore, Rashi says, but when you're, let's say, milking a cow, so you have to continuously be squeezing the udder in order to make the milk flow. That's more similar to the sprinkling of the blood, which needs the continuous act of the Kayan to make it happen. And therefore, Rashi makes an issue of the fact that it has to be through Kvisha that he's constantly squeezing it in order to make the blood flow. To understand it from the inner dimension of what this Rashi tells us, we know that the Ramban says that when a person is bringing a carbon, the meditation is that in truth, this all should happen to me, whatever is happening to the behemoth. The Eivishter, in his great kindness, allowed us to exchange it for a behemoth as long as we understand that we, it is instead of us and therefore we achieve atonement through it. And that's the reason why the, it's the chalev, the fat and the blood which is brought is the mo- most important part of the carbon. And that's what's brought on the Mizbeach and Evi carbon. The reason is because chalev represents the enjoyment that a person has in sometimes directed into Averis or even to material things and the blood represents the passion and the medita- the, what it's trying to say is that all chelev and dam, the, the passion and the enjoyment of, of life should be directed to Hashem kol chelev Hashem, everything should be directed to Hashem and not to inyone oilem so Rashi is telling us in this sense in this, in light of the, in this uh, same way that the, uh, a very important part of the carbon is through mitzah payim, when you squeeze yourself, when you, uh, when you suppress your own desires, 
and you sub- subjugate y- yourself to Hashem, so then the blood runs down, which means that the passion that you have in Aveira, in Averis will now dissipate, and that's how you get rid of those passions. And that's the inner meaning of the Pasuk, Mitz Apayim Yoytziriv, the squeezing of anger, will bring out argument, because, especially in the case of anger, but the truth is that it applies to all mitzvahs, when a person gets angry, that is called, it's as if you worship an idol. Why? Because when you get angry at somebody else, not, uh, when something bad happens to you, and you think that the person that did it to you is at fault, then you are disconnecting from Hashem. Because the truth is that all comes from Him, and getting angry at somebody else is like getting angry at a stone that fell on you. You're not going to get angry at the stone. You get angry at the person that threw the stone. So also, this person is only a tool in the hand of Hashem. If you have an issue, you have to direct it to Hashem. So anger at somebody else means you've lost sight of the fact that Hashem is running it all. But the truth is that it's true, for, that this is the same for every Aveda. Whenever a Yid does Aveda, they're disconnecting from Hashem. That's the Pasuk is saying, that when you express your anger, you are creating a riv, a disconnect between yourself and Hashem. On the other hand, though, when you do tshuva, so then the mitzah payim has another meaning. It means the suppression of anger, the squeezing of the anger means uh, suppressing it. So then yitziriv, your anger, your disconnect, your your falling out is with the yitzahara. Then you can push the yitzahara aside, and that is the positive meaning of mitzah payim yitziriv. That's why it says a payim in a, in a multiple lashon rabim because there's the anger as it's directed to Hashem, but then the anger as it's suppressed, and then there is the riv, the, uh, the falling out, which originally was with Hashem, but now is against the Yitzhahara. The question is, so that since uh, ultimately a Yid is uh, higher than Averis, and in the end every Yid will do Tshuva anyway, so what do we need all these Averis for to begin with in order to bring Tshuva? Why not just skip that whole thing altogether? So Rashi says there's another Pasuk, which is Ephes HaMates, which is talking about milk, as he said before, that it's talking about the extract, which is the milk from an animal. Just like milk, we find something interesting that the Gemara says, suggests, that milk should really be prohibited. Because according to one uh, reasoning, milk comes from blood. That's where it's produced from. So since it sources blood, you're not allowed to eat blood, so you shouldn't be able to drink milk. Also, you're extracting the milk while the animal is alive, so should it not be treated like an avam and achai, like some part of a living animal which you're not allowed to eat. But in the end, the Torah says that you are allowed to eat it, and it's not only allowed to, but the Torah praises Israel that it produces good milk. In other words, that milk represents the idea of escafia. On the one hand, it should be prohibited, but then it's been transformed, that not only is it permitted, but it becomes something good and holy. It's the, how Israel is praised. And that's what it is in, spiritual, in the spiritual sense as well. That the Ebishter wants this, he needs this escafia and his hapcha, the transformation of evil. That's what makes it all worthwhile. That he, we take something which is negative and through because we did an Aveda and then we do Tshuva, we're able to transform it. That's what the whole purpose is. Uh, as the Pasuk says, Gam that he takes his Ra and tur- turns it into Yoim, he takes the evil and turns it into light and good. That's what the whole purpose is.